I'm driving and right outside, you know, Jeff Goldblum's interview tent is standing Jeff Goldblum. I see through the rearview mirror, he's waving and he's using his pointer finger and waving bye-bye with just the wave, the, the pointer finger. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see him doing that. Welcome to the Jurassic Collective Podcast, where we cover everything Jurassic, movie cars, and so much more. So saddle up and let's get this movable feast underway. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number four of the Jurassic Collective Podcast. Today's guest is straight from the island Isla Nublar. He resides in the beautiful Hawaii, owns two Jurassic Park Jeeps, and is an official member of the Jurassic Park Motor Pool. He also works at Kualua Ranch, which is a private nature reserve where many films and TV shows were filmed like Jumanji, Kong, Skull Island, 51st Dates, and Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, and another tiny little movie called Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Welcome to the show, Sydney Okamoto. How are you? Aloha. Hi. Hello, everyone. So I'm very excited to talk to you today. I know you live in a very beautiful place. So I'm excited to ask a lot, a lot of questions about it. So I hope you're ready. Strap in. It's going to be a long one. All right. Hold on to your butts. Here we go. So what got you into the Jurassic Park fandom? Well, like um, to start off with, um, I'm just I, I, I'm an old dude compared to a lot of people around here. Uh, I'm 55 which puts me in the uh, Darien Causer range, I think, <laughs> like of, of, of the older, older dudes. Yeah, Darien, making... uh, Darien is definitely an, uh, an older member of the Jurassic Park motor pool. And, but he's a good uh, guy. I've been good making guy. an excellent guy. Uh, I've been um, making like model kits and stuff, before, you know, when I was a kid and just grew up um, wanting to do like craftings and model kits turned into... Um, building props, props building, you know, went into building costumes. And so I was a, a big, big, big Ghostbuster person. I still am. Uh, went to the uh, red carpet on the, the new reboot of the Ghostbusters, whether you like it or not. Um, I thought but, it was okay. Yeah, I didn't have any issues with a... that movie. <laughs> did you, did you so like it? A... Did you like the movie? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm kind of in the, that realm um, where if it's something that interests me, uh, a different take on it is like just piques my interest even more. It, it, it's kind of like um, like people reinventing, you know, Batman or people reinventing yeah. Superman. It, some people hate it because you know if you're a purist and you don't want it changed. Uh, but I'm I'm in the realm of. Um, bring it on you know like like give me your your take on it and and let's roll with that because then it sparks the interest for all the old things to come back absolutely people, i like it you know get revisited you know on the the old things and so I, I think a lot of people don't get that that um with with the new stuff people uh they start playing the old movie in the, the on the tv again they start popping out toys. They start, you know, um, bringing out the clothing and the wear on the old stuff, even though there's the the new, the new genre uh, coming around. So, long story short, well, no, it's gonna stay long. Long um, story long. <laughs> long story long. Um, 
so I've been a Ghostbuster fan and um, I visit, you know, GB fans with, and there's AJ Quick and Boomer Jinx there. Um, and they had been building Jurassic Park deeps. So in the back of my mind, uh, I've always seen someone else building a Jurassic Park Jeep and I've always thought, wow, that's, that's really cool. And I've always wanted to build my own like movie vehicle someday. And um, so my top four were, you know, the automobile, um, a Jurassic Park Jeep, Knight Rider, or uh, Kikaida's motorcycle. Um, Kikaida is like a, a Japanese superhero that was really big in Hawaii in the wow. 70s. And, and it's a Kawasaki. And I've always either wanted to do that. Um, Money-wise, the Jurassic Park Jeep was the only one I could afford. I agree. I, I, I was in the same in the same situation. Yeah, so um, I've always wanted to build one, and it, it was always in the back of my mind. And whenever whenever I'm on Craigslist, I always hit you know YJ Jeep. And and if you don't know Hawaii, uh, Jeeps stay at ridiculously expensive prices. Like no matter what condition they're in, it'll be like mechanic special. Um, to you know, 1993 mechanic special, six thousand dollars, <laughs> or it'll be it's like you know, special. excellent, excellent condition. And you read on it, it's like won't go into second gear, <laughs> but it'll be like for it's five all the, grand. It's all in the details. It's all in the details. But it, but it's an excellent condition. It just won't go into second gear, and eventually the transmission <laughs> will blow up. But it's an excellent condition. That's right. So why um, do you think that? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Is it because just? I mean, it seems like a Jeep belongs in in Hawaii. Why? Why, why do you think that the price is like that? In Hawaii, you can drive a Jeep year round with your top down, and um, that and there's um, you know school field. There's a lot of military on the island, and military guys just love Jeeps. So they'll they'll buy a Jeep and they'll work on it, fix it up. And you always see when they're PCSing, when they're doing a change of duty station, it's up for sale because, you know, they don't want to take it with them. And then, um, you know, even if it's like, a, you know, $4,000, $10,000 less than what they put into it, nobody buys it. So they end up taking it with them. But a lot of military buy, um, buy Jeeps on the island. Wow. And I swear, like coming back home from Kualoa, um, I was I'll pass by maybe twenty jeeps on the way out, and maybe six of them will be locally owned. The rest are all uh, rentals. Wow, driving driving a jeep in Hawaii sounds like an absolute dream. Like I can't I can't imagine, and I can only I can only wait until. I finally make my trip out to Hawaii because I've never I've never been. I'm, you know, it's it's embarrassing to say that I've never been to Hawaii, especially with all the filming locations that they have there. But I can only imagine that you know. Well, definitely once I get to Hawaii, I'm absolutely going to be renting a Jeep. I I mean I feel like that's the right way to you know yeah. uh, adventure out in Hawaii is in a Jeep. And a lot of people, unfortunately, just stay in Waikiki. And that's like flying to L.A. and just visiting Disneyland uh, every day and then fly back home to whatever country or state you're from and said, I saw all of L.A. or I saw all of California. 
when mm-hmm. you just saw kind of like the fake part of um you know the 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 tourist area of Hawaii so so get yourself uh to Kauai Maui or the big island and and see the rest of uh the state that way too don't don't just stay on one island I feel like there's so much to do out there. Like there's so many different things to do and so many different things to see. But yeah, uh, see see the rest of the the state, um, especially Kauai, because if you're a big Jurassic Park fan, there's tons of Jurassic Park stuff in Kauai. Oh man, I I, I can't wait. Every single time I see you post um, your your photos on Hawaii or. You know, I, I don't want to get to it just yet because that these are questions that are coming up. But I'm just like dying to ask you about the filming locations of of Jurassic Park. There's so much stuff at Kualoa, and there's so many rumors about things at Kualoa. So we we could hit those too. Okay, well let's um, I mean let let's start with the I guess let's start with the rumors. I'm curious about those. Um, well, there's a rumor that um. Well, everyone that goes to Kualoa Ranch, of course, has to take a photo with the the log, the the famous log, you know, okay. on the the Gallimimus Hill. And, and yes, so basically, in the scene, in the scene where the the Gallimimus stampede was coming in, there's Doctor Grant, there's um, little Timmy and Lex. They're running through a field because a T Rex is chasing a herd of Gallimimus. And they go underneath um, a, a branch, a big dead tree that's um, leaning on its side, rotting. They go underneath it. Right. So. And and it and it's it doesn't matter what country you're from. Everybody knows that's the log. It's got to be the most famous log, I think, in the world. But uh, that's not the original log. I I hate to break everyone's bubble. That that's not the original log. It's a replacement log. It's been uh, over twenty five years. That log has crumbled into uh, nothingness, basically. But there is still the log there from uh, parts of the original log. So uh, if you ever visit that log, go around the back, and if you're facing the log, it's on the left, and it's piece sticking up from the ground that's the original log now that's a big piece of information because i I have read about that somewhere um and that's just incredible how that log i mean it's a little it's a little detail that you can still see the original log even though of course they had to replace it with something a little more realistic that it will probably last them a little bit longer than you know what the original one did because I think the original one was already pretty dry rotted when it was when it was out there, right? And, and we don't want to burst you know people's bubbles by telling them, "Oh, take a picture of the log." That's not the log, you know. It is the log. It, there's a portion of the log in the in your photo, but that the majority of it isn't. But at least it's it's definitely in it's definitely in the same location as that as that scene was shot so so every time i visit that log i go in the back of that log and i the original log i I make like a pilgrimage and and i touch the back yeah which brings up another myth 
um, Sydney can go into the valley anytime he wants. <laughs> <laughs> That's another yeah, because myth. You, you, you own you own it now, right? Isn't that what, what that is? You, this is your this is like your house. The myth is Sydney has all access to anywhere you want to go at Kualoa Ranch, and that is not true. That is not true. I uh, if there's certain people there. I can get permission. So uh, we just brought in uh, Jacob Mass and Keegan's um, Jeep this uh, couple of weekends ago. And, and there were a lot of stipulations where I couldn't, um, you know, leave them alone by themselves. I had to keep an eye on them and we had to um, kind of be out when most of the tours started coming in. So we were in there from like six in the morning till about uh, nine ish, nine thirty ish. We're kind of pushing it. The, some of the tours started showing up. Wow, and that that's that sounds like such a once in a lifetime amazing experience for a lot of people. I know, I, I know, if I was there, I'd probably be crying the entire time. Because there's no one else in the valley. There, there's no tours going on. Um, there's not a lot of places in Hawaii um, that are easily accessible. And there's no um, buildings, there's no telephone wires, you know, there's no traffic. Uh, so when you get in there, you can see why the location scouts choose those spots. Because um, you just get in there and you just, uh, whenever I bring in people that it's their first time, their jaws just drop. And, and they always, you know, do a panorama photo. And they just like they just stare off into the distance. I, I think it's similar to like, like the Grand Canyon or you know other uh, other places with, that are just jaw dropping beautiful. It, it has that it has that aura, and it has a lot of Hawaiian history to it too. So they have uh, what's called mana, kind of like uh, uh, the spirit. Um, it has this feeling in there, um, and you. You don't get it until you get there. It, you just have to like, like go there. It's it's a it's quite a a different place. So Sydney, you're gonna have to give me a a tour whenever I I get there. You gotta make we'll, it happen, we'll man. Ma- gotta make it we'll happen. Make it happen. We'll make it happen. You definitely uh, definitely a dream. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just had um this um, one big fan uh, Florian from Germany he's a big Jurassic Park fan do you know uh, have you heard of this Florian I can't remember his uh, last name but he's uh, been to the Kualoa and done tours I think I think our uh, Ho'okipa uh, person Wendy said he's been in the valley like eight times eight or nine wow. times oh and this God. is from Germany and wow. uh, he's done all the tours. He's done everything. So she asked if I could give him a personal tour. And, and what's crazy is is he's telling me, do you know how to get to, um, you know, that the shack, uh, Chris Pratt's uh, shack? Oh, the little bungalow? And, yeah, the bungalow. Because um, on the tour, we drive by that spot. The bungalow's not there anymore, but. Uh, the tour drives by that spot and um, they don't let you out to take a photo next to the tree where he's fixing the Jeep and everything. Yeah. So he, 
I want to, is it possible to do that? So I'm like, yeah, let, let's go. Like they gave us permission to, to give you like a, a private all access tour. That's it's, amazing. It's like, and so we, we get, uh, so he's actually showing me how to get down there. That's how big, because I, I kind of know the, the area. I know the, the big spots, but the little film spots and stuff, um, like there's super fans that know it way better than I. Ari's one of them. Ari and this other uh, guy on, on island, uh, John Mello, he's like the location experts. I'm just a dude that works at the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you work at, you work like on the property of probably one of the most beautiful places in, you know, in on the island. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Okay, so you got you got you got to give us a rundown on the props and the vehicles, the screen used vehicles that are on the property. So there's um, uh, you know, in that first Jurassic World movie, there's the Pinsgowers. Uh, that that the they're kind of in that montage where they show different portions of Jurassic and all the Gallimimus are running around it. So that one is actually at the battery cooper um there's a there's a world war ii bunker built into the mountain that had two anti uh ship guns um, built there for world war ii and it's not not a military base anymore but uh so there's a lot of collectibles and movie props inside that bunker oh wow and and the pinsgauer that's parked outside is the Pinsgauer that was in the movie. And this is like a, like a big truck that where passengers would get in and they would give them a tour around the Gallimimus Valley that you saw in Jurassic world, the first one. Right. And in back in the day, so they have about, I think about 10 of them. And, and that, if you took the jungle tour, um, that took you around in hockey pool. Um, the other valley that's uh, not the Gallimimus Valley, but the, the other one. And you you would go on this Pinsgar and ride around, which is um, pretty cool in itself. But they're so beat, they, they cost too much to maintain. So they they uh, now you, you get on a nice Ford and, and wow, go through the bad. valley that way. But the Pinsgars are kind of rotting away in a hidden area on the ranch. And just one of them is on display uh, the other thing that's inside that bunker is the uh original gyrosphere um station sign oh uh, that, yes that's at the platform and it's stuck against the wall and it looks like it's uh, supposed to be made out of wood but it's just graphics over um over styrofoam Okay. Which is which is like the the staple of the Hollywood industry is everything's either plaster on styrofoam or just really cheap wood. Um, nothing's made to code, and nothing's made to uh, really last. So the yeah, it's, the it's made just enough, just enough to last throughout the shooting of the movie, and then it just kind of just deteriorates on its own. Right. So um, things like in the uh, Indominus Rex paddock, uh, almost that entire paddock has been redone um, by by um, contractors outside after the movie. And 
almost the entire wall and everything uh, were thrown away. And uh, this is before I got to the ranch. So I don't think they, they knew the value of stuff like that. So if they had cut out, you know, the portions with the, the big dominant scratch. uh, scratches yeah. and saved them. I can't believe that. But no, they were just dumpstered. And my friend that's oh my on Lord. island went dumpster um, jumping. <laughs> and so he, he got bits of the wall. Oh, no but, way. But he couldn't find one scratch piece. Oh, that's too bad. So either they did save it and it's in some like like construction contractor's house saved away. Or it's like forever like in a landfill somewhere. So whoever really has if you're if you were the contractor that took it home, let us know. Send me a little piece of the scratch on the wall so I can have it framed in my house, please. There is one portion that's the original. So if you ever visit the Indominus Rex paddock, um, you know where Claire looked through the glass window? Yes. And, and, and it's a little overhang. So the weather doesn't hit the, the wall that's under that overhang uh, as much. So that's still um, the original wall, that, that small patch that's under that. And you can tell because uh, it's been airbrushed to look weathered and and kind of like um it's been around in the weather for a while which it has but um not to that point and if you look at all the other walls contrasted to it they're like fresh there's there's no like like weathering techniques used on it or or stains or anything so have you been inside that room where that little lookout room where claire's um kind of standing looking at the indominus out the glass Yeah, many, many times. Oh, man. It's actually, um, if you take like the premiere tour, they let you go in, in that room. Sounds uh, expensive. Take my money. It, it looks nothing like it does on the movie. <laughs> it, 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 it's um, movie magic. Um, those podium stands are still there. You know where the pad where she types the in iPad. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw yeah. that. I saw I saw one of the photos that in the background you can kind of see the little stand where the tablet was was on. Right, and they're not even fixed to the ground. They're just like like little hand carried stands and stuff. And it looks like it was uh, actually made like to display an iPad when it's on sale. It, it doesn't look scratch built. It, it looks. I, I was gonna look and see if there was any like pad display things that they sold, you know, at uh, or not sold, but they used at the retail stores mm-hmm. to sell those pads, and that would be the exact copy. Maybe I should take pictures one day and post it. Uh, yes, and, and take pictures of me inside that place. I want to see it. And have Ari. They've uh, gutted out um, these these. Um, grates that were on the ground and it looks like they 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 put them away because and 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 just put wood over it because uh the woman's heels would go in the the grates i think and it was like a tripping hazard so they got it looking really nice now okay so we we talked about the indominus paddock which is which still exists and it's over there at the at the ranch and uh and it's still part of um it's part of the tour rides yeah yeah um, if you go on the jungle tour, it's part of the jungle tour or the premiere tour. 
And I think even the uh, e-bike tour is going to go through Hakipu and pass by that. So, the, so the back part of so the back part of the uh, uh, Indominus paddock is it just wide open? Um, yes, the so opposite it, the opposite like, end of the gate. Yeah, so it's not an enclosed uh, like a U shape with with the door in the front. So there, it's like drive throughable now, so that the tour can go right through. It used to be before. Um, this is from working on the ranch. You kind of hear stories about like, like how it came about. It used to be a taro patch, and if if you don't know what taro is, that's what uh poi is made out of. Uh, the the thing you don't eat at the luau's <laughs> that most people don't eat, but okay, but I love. It used to be like a taro, a wet marshy taro patch, and. They they totally drained it, um, built you know that structure over it. Wow, that that's what that was before it. We we haven't even started on the bunkers yet. That's right. That's right. Okay, so what's the uh, what's the next location that there is there for Jurassic? Uh, I guess Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, right? Fallen Kingdom. Um, so there's the two bunkers that they built, and they actually used only one in the movie and that's where they're coming out um and um they're screaming and chris pratt comes and like says run 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 and um and they're hiding next to the gyrosphere and um the that that bunker is there there's there's two bunkers one on the 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 ridge um, the mountainside and one more in the center of the valley and the one in the valley is the one that you see the most that the, the tour goes by but it's the one on the hill that that was uh, filmed um, the used in the film does any tours go by that one um, the ATVs and the UTVs I believe go by that other one and and okay. um, some of the tours go by the gyrosphere station which is another thing from the first Jurassic World. That's still that's standing. So cool. But it, it's it that's also falling apart because it's just, you know. Oh no! Plaster. That was such a beautiful structure too. Yeah, and and that that glass roof, it's just like a a vinyl laminate over it, and you know the sun's just beating on it, and just this year I noticed edges are starting to curl up on on the graphics oh no yeah oh, no. yeah hollywood not built to last so yeah so our our days are numbered so jurassic park fans if you want to make your way to hawaii now's the time because this is all numbered it's no longer going to be original i mean it looks like they're probably going to keep just repairing and replacing right but it's right. not going to be original anymore no and, and there well, the funny thing is um so the water you know seeps into some of the plaster and uh, it expands and there's actually even plant life starting to grow on some of the bunkers um that's how you know um fertile that that valley is but the plaster plaster starts falling off the, the front so i've been picking them off the ground and collecting them you can send some my way please <laughs> so so no don't flood me and ask for pieces please because uh yeah, so leave Sydney alone. He's only allowed to send me stuff. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, 
let's see. Oh, um, I met up with uh, the Hollers. Um, they they were on their um, their one goal. They they raised money for um, the Fox Foundation with their Back to the Future car. Oh, that's right. I, I, I met them. I met I met them at a uh, at Wizard World New Orleans, and he uh, he asked about you. I'm like, oh yeah, I know Sydney. Yeah, oh it's like, oh it's cool. So I I'm on Facebook and and I'm I'm following them and he's like oh on the Big Island of Hawaii just uh, trying to get close to lava, so I messaged him like dude you're in Hawaii like are you coming to Oahu oh yeah later on so we hooked up and, and we did like a meet and greet and drove around the island, uh so that was fun meeting the hottest of the Back to the Future thing how cool. And and then um, they're 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 for those of you that probably that don't know them, um, they're they were in the uh, what is it the uh, uh, back in time documentary is that what it's called on Netflix? Yes, right. There was the back they, in time documentary on Netflix about Back to the it's Future. It's a crazy phenomenal couple um, because I think they're like one the one of the top three fundraisers for the Fox foundation. And you know, the, I think the top two are like crazy big corporations and it's this like husband and wife team driving around, uh, collecting donations. And they're up there with the big guns, like donating money. And, and if, if, uh, yeah, follow them cause they're like interesting as heck. Let's let's talk about the uh, Devin Supertramp video. Um, so I get this message on Facebook from someone I don't know. It's like, hey, Sydney, I tracked you down through uh, Facebook, and uh, I see that you have a Jurassic Park Jeep. So I was wondering, I'm doing like a, a fan film, and I was wondering if uh, we could use your Jeep. And I've, I've got like these kind of messages like four times before already. So I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. But for some reason, this one, I, I thought I'll shoot it over to my friend Sean Mello, who runs uh, Real Tours Hawaii, that, that um, site, and like ask him what he thinks. So uh, I'm like, this guy, Devin, is saying, hey, he wants to use my Jeep in a video. Should, like, I, I and <laughs> my friend Sean just says, just say yes, all in capitals. So I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> who is this? Who is this dude? And he's like, oh, man, he's like, he's viral. He goes crazy. Like, he does all these parkour videos. Long story short, um, he hires my, my Jeep, and we're shooting a video in Kualoa. And this is before I started working there. So um, um, actually getting my Jeep in there and the the workers around there getting to know me started with uh, Devin Supertramp. And um, fast forward to now the, um, the press junket for Fallen Kingdom. And Frank calls me up and goes, I need five drivers, maybe six to drive rented Jeeps around in the valley and you'll be um, transporting press and the stars. Do you want to do it? I'm like, what's the day? Like, let's, yes, of course. Um, I mean, do so I, I even have to say yes? Like, I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> yes. Like, 
like no doubt. And um, so I should have, I should have emailed uh, a message to Ari, and I'm like, dude, this is happening. And he says, can I be one of the drivers? I'm like, are you crazy? You're gonna fly down here? I would. So he and Pippa like flew down to be drivers. Um, my other friend uh, Lawrence and I had my other friend Jonathan and my friend Anthony Sagun. Uh, they all became drivers, and that's where um, Ari got that epic uh, Jeep shot with. Um, it was J. A. Biona or yeah, J. A. Biona. Yeah. Uh, because he 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 became the personal chauffeur for him going through to the ranch and everything and going up to the interview spots um they, they set up all these little mini tents uh throughout uh the valley and um they were all air conditioned um press from all over the world and we're we're just doing like a a carnival circular ride just picking up dropping off people uh one after the other and um i'm driving and right outside you know jeff goldblum's interview tent is standing jeff goldblum and he's just leaning against the 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 tent taking a break so i pull up with the jeep and i roll down i roll down the um the window and i'm i don't know what i said because i'm just you know starstruck and I'm talking to Jeff Goldblum for about five minutes. And, and we just like, and I'm like, big fan. And he like holds his hand to his heart. Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see him doing that. And, and, and I'm like, I'm talking to Jeff Goldblum. And then uh, a few minutes later, like another Jeep comes behind me. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Goldblum, I got to keep going. I got to keep driving. The Got to get back to work. And he goes, he waves at me and I see through the rear view mirror, he's waving and he's using his pointer finger and waving bye-bye with just the wave, the, the pointer finger. <laughs> and he's waving at me as I drive away. <laughs> and yeah, that's, def- that's definitely very Jeff Globe, Gold- Jeff, oh, Jeff Goldblum of to, to do. <laughs> and that's just like engraved in my mind. I'm like, I just had the best moment with, with Jeff Goldblum. I got the finger wave. Bye bye. <laughs> and what's crazy is, what's crazy is, I'm seeing him this Saturday. He's uh, playing. He's playing at the Blue Note in his tour. Yeah, on his tour. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's supposed to be coming to uh, my city, Houston, um, sometime. I don't know. I think in the next few months. And um, I, I'm definitely going to have to buy tickets and, and meet him. Hopefully, he does a like a meet and greet after or something. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm taking that dinner plate that I have, and and I want him to sign the that Jurassic Park dinner plate that I I got off eBay. The the Tiffany the, plate, uh, the Tiffany one. I have I have one of the giant dinner plates. Yeah, I, I met him. I met him at a. I met him in Dallas for Fan Expo last year, and I had him. Um, I had him sign my my sun visor from the my Jeep. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, it, it never, I, I miss out on these moments, like, you know, Bryce Dallas and, and Chris Pratt rode in my Jeep, and I never once thought, hand them a El Marco and sign the Jeep. Oh, yeah, you should have had them sign the dashboard or something. Yeah, I had them sign this toy that I had, but I, I it never, like, 
I don't know why, but you know when you just starstruck. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So, so tell us about uh, your time with what well, you're Chris Pratt and Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard, and and you, you let Chris Pratt drive your Jeep, right? So this person from um, this producer wants to meet up with you because they want uh, they're asking if they can use their Jeep, your Jeep, in an interview. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, uh, I'll meet up. Um, so. I got his number and we we met up and stuff and he's like, hey, um, was wondering if you could we could use your Jeep for an interview. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, like, do you want me to like just park it in a certain spot and you're gonna have an interview? He's like, well, what we're planning, if it's okay with you, is if um, Chris Pratt drives the Jeep while Bryce Dallas Howard rides in the back. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> When and where? <laughs> it's like when and where, like tomorrow. And so we kept the jeep overnight in like this tent because it was, you know, uh, it didn't have the top on already. And just things fell into place. Uh, if it had rained that day, I don't think they would have done the interview. If you know, if it was raining, because it it was kind of like in in the um, it was raining like before during um, different interviews and things, so if it if it rained, I don't think they would have done that that drive with without the top. But the weather stayed perfect. Uh, things just fell into place. Uh, my wife is like, "Hey, um, do do you have the the keys in the ignition?" I'm like, "No, I'm holding on to it because I'm gonna hand it to Chris Pratt." And she's like, oh, that's a good idea. So <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you know, one of those you can't believe it's it's happening kind of days. And Yeah, you definitely had several like once in a lifetime opportunities that, you know, the huge Jurassic Park fans would, would love to be just anywhere near to see that happen. It was crazy. Like, that's, that's incredible. And, and you know, um, as far as how my Jeep looks, it's not even, I think in the top half percentile you know it's it's beat uh the flares are beat and stuff but you know if you got the jeep at the right place at the right time and and things just fall into place and you get lucky uh, yeah and it, it's like a it's like a magic key it, it's a it's amazing yeah just amazing so yeah, yeah. it just worked it just worked well, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm really glad that that happened to to one of our members, you know, something like some some type of experience like that. Because I remember when you were posting all the photos, I was just, you know, my mouth was on the floor, and I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, look, look what look what my friends like my buddy's doing over here. Look what he's getting himself into. I can't believe it. This is amazing. Yeah, it's like um, and I kind of didn't want to put it out there before it actually happened because if it didn't happen then, you know, it, it looks like you're insane. <laughs> yep. But so I'm just kind of keeping on the down low, um, just praying that, you know, I, I don't jinx anything. And and so when I actually met, you know, when, when you meet like people that you really hope are nice people. Oh, yes. And they are. Yes. And they are. It just, it just you know just makes it just a much more special day so like bryce dallas she has 
the biggest booming laugh that you could ever hear. I can imagine. And um, when I did hand the keys over to uh, Chris Pratt, and he started to make small talk with me, and he said, I had a Jeep, you know, in my younger days, uh, you know, a 95, I think he said. And Yeah, you know, I remember that. I remember was, him talking about that before. Yeah, I love that Jeep. And, and you know, and when he gets in the Jeep, you know, shifting gears, it's just all natural. And, like, the dude, yeah, he knows his Jeeps. How cool. What a great experience. Uh, okay, so so just and, and this is kind of something that you already brought up, but what what's what are some of the quick tips for people that um wanting to visit the filming locations? Book um book early. Now go online. Um my biggest heartbreak is uh when people come and uh they want to go on like the zip line or or a movie tour or something and it's booked out. So I just myself, uh, some of my wife's friends want um, to visit in July and they wanted to do the zip line. And this is mid-July and almost the whole day was booked out already. And, you know, it's, it's just the ending of April. So book your tours early. Um, come and see me. <laughs> come and see me. Say hi in the... the the store just ask for me and they'll they'll lead you to the office and and uh we'll we'll talk jurassic watch this this podcast is gonna end up blowing up and you're gonna get so many people asking for sydney at the no. <laughs> over Coloa ranch yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to sydney just remember i can't go into the valley anytime i want to <laughs> yes he doesn't have the keys to the indominus paddock no i don't so Sydney, I, I gotta I gotta thank you. There was a time where I don't know if some of our, some of the listeners here that are to those that are listening that don't know, um, I was affected by Hurricane Harvey in two thousand. What was it? Two thousand seventeen. Um, Houston got the most rain and water and flood that they've ever took on, and the house I was living at got like three feet, three and a half feet of water inside. And so many of my things were damaged. My clothes were damaged. My my equipment was damaged. A lot of my my um, my things that I use for business, uh, my 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 business was was damaged. And um, a lot of people from the Jurassic Park Motor Pool uh, ended up reaching out to me and telling me, "Hey, what do you need? I'm going to send you some things." And uh, Sydney, um, actually sent me a care package himself and, um, he sent me a very nice shirt, a t-shirt from Koaloa Ranch and it's in the style of the Jurassic Park logo. And I remember when these, these little care packages started coming in, I was just, you know, I was, I was sitting in, in, in a spare bedroom at my parents' house, um, because I had, had nowhere else to go. So I was staying at, I was staying in a room there and I just remember all I had was like a you know, a few pieces of clothes and whatever else I can salvage and just getting these gifts and seeing this t-shirt. And it was very, it was very empowering. It really helped me, you know, get through, you know, these, these little gestures. And um, so I just, again, I wanted to thank you so much, Sydney, for sending me the, the, you know, that, that stuff to me whenever I was going through a very, very tough time. Well, you know, uh, I have to give like, um, I have to give a bow out to um, Ari, Manny, and uh, Alan. 
because uh, they set the tone of the club, and it's it's one of you know you take care of, of each other. Absolutely, and, and so you know you can really feel that in the club. And um, I'm not getting choked up. <laughs> I'm not getting choked up, but yeah, it, it's uh, I can you can feel it in the club. It, it's one of uh, camaraderie, and and we joke a lot. And if uh, the coolers had come out earlier, I would have sent them, uh, one of the coolers instead of the shirt. <laughs> those damn, those damn coolers. But that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for for sure, the group is the the group definitely helps. It helps. It helped me in so many. It helps me in so many ways, and um, I'm very happy to be a part of the the, the Jurassic Park Motor Pool. Um, I know I, I like to joke around a lot on, on on that group and give people a hard time whenever they kind of like to half-ass something on on their Jeep or something. I'm like, hey man, come on, you know, take a step back, do it over. It's it's better the long run, you know. I like to, I just like to motivate people to do things right the first time instead of you know having to redo it all over again. But like I said, I do joke around a lot on there, but I really do appreciate the uh, like the 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 band of like, you know, community that, that we have in that, in that group. And we do, we really do look out for each other, which is, you know, ever since like when I went through that flood situation, it really showed everybody coming out and like, Hey, you know, I'll I'll help you out. What do you need? You know, what, what do you need? And, and so whenever I ended up going to that, the Jurassic park motor pool national meetup in Branson, Missouri over the summer, last summer, um, I got to meet some of those people that, that reached out to me and, and helped me out. And I was just, you know, it's just, it's, it's such a cool experience. You know, it's very, it, it definitely helped. It helped a lot. Yeah. If there's a, ever a Branson uh, ish kind of a redo, I, I'm going to be there. Cause I couldn't make the last one cause I just left my job. So I was being, you know, more uh, frugal with the money thing. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, Branson was. I even bought a Branson hat that I found at a Goodwill here. <laughs> that was that was prepping <laughs> myself. Yeah, is it Branson? And I was like psyching myself <laughs> up. Yeah, well, you were definitely you were definitely missed. You were definitely missed. It was it was a good event, but um, um, I mean, hopefully we, we we're we're gonna definitely have one for Jurassic World yeah. three. So. For sure, and it's, it's it might be Branson again, and I'm okay with it because Branson is fairly inexpensive, a lot of things to do. It's a small little city, and yeah, it was good, yeah. it was fun. But if you want, you can go meet me up in Orlando the last week of May. I'm gonna be over there. We can go hit up Universal or something. Okay. <laughs> all right, Sydney. Well, I can talk to you about all the filming locations. You know, literally all day, and we, you know, we're about. This this conversation is about an, over an hour in, um, so I'm gonna have to cut it down just a little bit. But um, th- you know, thanks so much for coming on, giving give, giving us some of your time. You have a lot of interesting things to talk about, especially with the filming locations of Jurassic Park and those other movies and all the cool stuff you get yourself into, like being a part of that parkour video or at the uh, at the Jurassic World locations. Um, but for sure, you have to share with everybody. Um, your how they can see your content on social media so they can see all the things you get into i'm on uh, instagram uh, jurassic park jeep hawaii or uh just facebook uh, my full name sydney okamoto and um yeah just uh come see me at the ranch see him at the ranch see him out i will see you at jurassic park see you in jurassic park <laughs> all right sydney i will talk to you later All right. Thank you, Victor.
Thank you for it's been an honor. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Jurassic Collective podcast. Support the show by hitting that subscribe button and check out Jurassic Fic on YouTube and Instagram for more Jurassic material. I will see you guys next week.